Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. My name is Wags, and with me as always is Dane. Hey, Wags. How's it going, man? Good, good. We're doing our positional breakdown podcast here. So uh, if you like what you're listening to now, uh, we're doing them for every position heading into training camp. It's going to be a really competitive season uh, heading into September. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we're also on social at, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Lombardi's Legends. So please follow us, like us, review us. We appreciate all the feedback. And um, just if you're new to the show, uh, just so you know, Dane and I, uh, we're just a couple of regular guys fans and owners of the Packers, uh, longtime fans and owners. We um, really just love our Packers, and, and we're not trying to be uh, giving some angle or, or want to be media guys. Uh, we really just want to give a voice, uh, that fan voice, and we really just want to focus on the Packers and the organization community, um, all things Packers. So we don't talk a lot about ourselves at all. Uh, we really like to just talk about the players and the team. So uh, we're, we're really focused on that pretty much all the time when we're, when we're doing these pods. Yep, so sit back, relax, agree with us, disagree with us, and listen to us break down these position groups. So Wags, as we always like to say, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. in horseshoes and hand grenades There ain't no second place in a Lambo It's a whole new game You either go big, go hard, or go on back home You got to feel it in your gut You better want it in your bones Cause you're Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. It's Dane. I'm here with Wags. And today we are breaking down the quarterback position training camp just around the corner. We got four quarterbacks in camp. Uh, Wags, I think it's safe to say that Aaron Rodgers is a lock. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think you could say that. And Aaron, we love you. And I think that's about as much as we're going to talk <laughs> about you in the pre-training camp preview because your number one job is to get a few reps, stay healthy, and be ready for the regular season. Yeah, so Wags, we've got a bit of a quarterback battle on our hands, do we not? We got Deshaun Kaiser, uh, we got uh, Tim Boyle, and then Manny Wilkins is uh, in camp as well, rounding out this quarterback group. So um, what's your take? We've had Kaiser, this is his second season now in Green Bay. Boyle was a surprise keep on the 53-man roster all year last year. Manny Wilkins coming in from Arizona State. Kids, uh, Kid can move a bit, a little smaller, uh, but, but really athletic. So who stands out, and how do you think this starts to trend as we hit the end of July and August? Yeah, so I think it's pretty safe to say that Deshaun Kaiser is the one that we need to step up and solidify his role, not only as the backup amongst those three guys, but uh, to really step up and become a, you know, a, a solid 
backup quarterback that's moving into having potential to be a starting quarterback in the league so that he can prove that he not only could come in in a pinch and deliver uh, for hopefully what would only be a brief period of time if he's called upon, but that he can start to establish himself as someone that is uh, has a, an ability to uh, be an asset um, for the Packers or maybe for another organization that uh, may, might be in need of a, a starting quarterback down the line. Remember, this is a kid that came out of Notre Dame as a second-round pick, had a mostly um, uneventful and I'm sure he would like to forget most of his first season with the Browns, but was thrown into, I mean, just about an impossible situation. The Browns uh, make some wholesale changes to their um, front office and their coaching staff after his rookie season. Um, they, uh, they trade him to the Packers, and uh, he didn't necessarily uh, look ready last year in the stints that he had. I think that's safe to say. I think he would probably say the same thing. Um, but this is a guy that the Packers are hoping to play the long game with. And not only can he solidify himself as someone they can rely on, but maybe they can flip him for a couple of picks down the road if, if he can prove that uh, he has the ability to be a starting quarterback in this league. Yeah, and you know... So Kaiser, I mean, he's a second-round pick. He comes in, and Wags, I think you really touched upon upon it. And his approach this offseason, clearly from his comments, is that he thinks he can be a starter in this league. Um, I believe him. I think that he can be. I think he's a very talented young man. Uh, but you're right. He's got to put it together. And the hard thing for him is, man, is this his, what, third offense in the NFL in three seasons? That is... Not ideal for any position, but particularly the quarterback position. That's a, you know, I don't have to say it, but these guys need to know where everybody's going all the times. If you've ever seen what a playbook looks like in the NFL, it is thick. So not only is he thinking now, uh, but he's also got to perform uh, on the uh, physical level. I don't have a problem at all with uh, his, his athleticism. He is athletic. I think he's got the arm. I think he can make the throws. The problem now is, can he make the reads? Is the game going to be slow enough for him as he's digesting this playbook for, for you know, the, the third time in three years? Uh, all that said, got a lot of faith in him. I think that um, his, his big thing he's going to need to work on is making sure that he is taking care of the football and that he doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't take too many risks because linebackers in the NFL play like safeties in college, safeties in college or in the NFL play like cornerbacks in the NFL. So it's a, uh, the game's just faster. So I believe in him and I think that he's going to have every single opportunity to win this backup job. But if he doesn't, Pretty intrigued by some of the guys that we have behind him. And, and the first guy up, in my opinion, is Tim Boyle, who he looked phenomenal uh, playing against backups last season. He's had a full offseason working with Aaron Rodgers. He's going, he's, you know, potential to go into his own. And uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do as well. Absolutely. And Tim Boyle's a guy that, uh, you know, he came in and was a surprise. Um, to make the roster last year. And not only did he make the roster, but he stuck the whole season and, and really solidified himself. Uh, now, that was under the previous coaching staff and a previous regime. Um, so it will be interesting to see how he takes 
to this new offense. Uh, all these guys are learning a new offense. Um, Boyle certainly was someone that uh, has high IQ, both a uh, high football IQ and just a high IQ in general, certainly critical for any quarterback, um, showed uh, great leadership skills and, and established some very nice rapport uh, with those secondary receivers. Um, it's a lot of times it's really hard for these backup quarterbacks. They're getting reps with the young guys. Um, they're getting reps with the guys that may not make the team. Um, mm -hmm. So that can be really difficult to get on the same page because they're learning a new offense in their own right, but also needing to make sure that um, the offensive linemen that they're working with, the running backs they're working with, and all the receivers they're working with are in the right position and they're doing the right things. Uh, so Tim, uh, certainly from that respect, earned the trust of that previous coaching staff. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll be interesting to see how well he fits uh, with Coach LaFleur's offense and if he has that same trust with this coaching staff as well. Uh, one thing, you know, just to go back to Kaiser, if he doesn't get aligned in this offense, I don't know what offense he will. Mm -hmm. I get it learning a third offense in his third season, mm -hmm. that's got to be really challenging. But this offense is very similar in a lot of ways to what he was running under coach Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. A lot of bunch formations, single back sets. They like to do uh, stretch play action plays and rolling the pocket. Uh, those are some of the things that really, I think, will play to Deshaun's strengths. So he needs to do less thinking, um, sure. have his fundamentals in order, because last season I think uh, uh, he had some happy feet at times and uh, was overthinking things, and that's that may have been what led to uh, some of the uh, plays that he struggled and turned the ball over. Uh, you can't be thinking out there, especially as a quarterback. You just got to know what's going on and, and play and react and be in command of everything that's happening out on the field. Um, so if Deshaun's able to do that um, uh, with this coaching staff, and I, and I really believe that this coaching staff has the support um, needed to uh, really coach up these quarterbacks, um, if he's able to do that, I think he's going to be in a really good position to be successful. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where Tim Boyle fits in uh, moving forward. He's going to definitely, all of them have to prove it, this staff. So he's going to be having to go all out, starting over to earn his way onto the roster. And that doesn't even factor in rookie Manny Wilkins. This is a really athletic kid. We like him, don't yeah, we? Yeah, he's an undrafted free agent out of the Arizona State. You mentioned he's a little bit undersized. He's got some uh, decent height. He's six, listed as 6'2", but only about 195 pounds. Mm -hmm. But Dane, this is a kid that you never know. He might just be a fit, and maybe he's this year's Tim Boyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you look at that. It's interesting you say that. I, I curious to see how the Packers are, especially with this new staff, are looking at the quarterback room. Because I see a different paths to how any number of these guys could really make the team. I think if the Packers keep three quarterbacks, um, you know, we probably, there's a scenario where Wilkins can make the team, but Wilkins could also be a practice squad candidate if the Packers decide to just keep two on the active roster. Uh, and that, and that second could either be Boyle or Kaiser, depending on how it shakes out. So it's really fascinating to see how it works, but 
um, with Lafleur, with this offense, with Coach Getze uh, at the quarterback coach position, what do they value? Because I think Timmy Boyle can move the ball or move around in the pocket pretty well. I think Kaiser has an opportunity to do that. And quite frankly, I think Wilkins can too, right? I think the kid had a thousand yards rushing in his college career. So all three of these guys, I think, have some mobility here or there. Wilkins maybe a little bit more than some of the others, but heck, even in uh, training camp last year and in those preseason games, Boyle could just move around and he used his feet to, to create things. And sometimes these young quarterbacks that maybe uh, are, are still learning an offense, uh, they will fall back to that athleticism that, that got them to college in the first place and got them to the pros in the first place. And that's why I'm, I think I'm really encouraged by what we have in this quarterback room behind Aaron Rodgers, because I'm expecting big step from Kaiser, but I'm really fascinated to see if Tim Boyle can make that second year leap because I think he has an opportunity to be a, uh, a one of those guys that sticks around in the NFL for seven, eight, ten years on an NFL roster. I'm not saying he's a, a world superstar here, but I do see a scenario he's smart, he's athletic enough, and I think he has the smarts and the, and the arm uh, on his shoulder that he can maybe make something work. So whether it's in Green Bay or otherwise, I think he's an NFL talent. Absolutely. And looking at Manny Wilkins, when we had Davis Copenhaver on the yeah. pod uh, at rookie orientation, uh, he was the guy that Davis singled out as being really impressive and um, just commanding the huddle and, and just showing great leaderships and poise. As so, so that definitely caught our attention. And that was with none of the vets there. I get it. But even so, that's definitely a really great insight from someone that was had that first-person perspective. So um, I think Manny is a guy that um, you will definitely want to keep an eye on. He'll get some reps. He's going to get some opportunities in preseason because we know Aaron's not going to play a lot. And if Kaiser comes in and takes that step forward, he might not get that many reps either. So now it becomes... Does Tim Boyle have any value as a trade asset if they really like what they see out of Wilkins and they can stash him on the practice squad and maybe they just carry two guys on the active roster? Or are they going to have to carry three if Wilkins isn't someone they want to keep around? Or perhaps worst case scenario, Kaiser doesn't really take quite that step forward we're looking for and they kind of have to take three guys by default. Um, so that they have Boyle and Kaiser on the 53. So uh, I think that's probably the only avenue. I've t we've talked about this a little bit. Now that I think about it even more, I think that's really the only avenue they probably keep three guys. Or do you disagree with that, Dave? No, I, that's an interesting take. I I really think that there's a there's a pretty realistic scenario. I mean, clearly Goody, having been the GM last season too, while it's a different coaching staff, they see something in Timmy Boyle to keep him on 53 all year. Uh, like any NFL team, there were injuries last year. They definitely didn't want to see uh, Boyle walk away here. So I actually think if, if I had to, to put my, my stamp on it now, I think it's most likely that we've got Aaron at, at the, the starting spot, followed by Kaiser and Boyle. Now the question becomes, if Wilkins flashes a lot, would they, if he flashes too much in training camp, 
he's getting picked up on somebody's active roster potentially, or maybe some other team swoops in for a, uh, for a practice squad bid. There's, there's a lot of different maneuvering there, but I, I think it's most likely that we have the same three quarterbacks as last year with Wilkins potentially being a practice squad guy at some point, unless Wilkins just blows up and plays out of his mind, which we've seen quarterbacks do, then there's a possibility he sneaks in there end of the 53. But then the question really becomes, I don't know if it's Kaiser or Boyle. And that's that's what makes training camp so exciting is that I really do think it's a dead heat for the number two spot right now. Yeah, I I just get the feeling that it's going to be really hard for them to move on from Kaiser short of him, you know, just underwhelming and underperforming to a, a pretty significant regard. Mm-hmm. So uh, I won't say that he's a lock to make the roster, but I, even if he's not the number two coming out of camp, I, I think in that scenario, unless he's significantly underperforms, they would probably end up keeping three guys. And whether Kaiser is quote unquote the backup and name mm-hmm. or he's the number three, I, I think that's the most likely scenario that they end up keeping three guys. Where it becomes interesting is if all three of these guys behind Aaron really elevate their level of play and this becomes an exciting competition. Mm-hmm. Because now maybe one of them becomes a trade ship. Right. Um, this scenario that you mentioned uh, of Manny potentially getting picked up by another team on the practice squad, that might just be a better opportunity for him because if you go to another team that only has two quarterbacks on their active roster, he's got a better opportunity on their practice squad than if the Packers are carrying three guys and he's their practice squad squad, uh, practice squad quarterback. So he's going to be looking carefully at that situation too, and if he feels like he has a chance to stick on an active roster somewhere, he's going to do what's best for himself Mm -hmm. so it will be very interesting to see i i you know it would be a great problem to have if all three of these guys you know really play well and now they have a trade ship even if it's a lower pick um, they didn't aside from kaiser they didn't invest a lot in tim boyle or in manny wilkins so uh, perhaps that's an opportunity to you know flip one of those two guys for for another asset and you're still feeling pretty darn good about yourself if Kaiser's playing well uh, and continuing to develop and you've got that third guy stashed away on the 53 as well. Man, this is going to be a competitive competitive training camp at a lot of these positions. We've we've talked uh, some on on some other podcasts and also uh, just uh, personally that um, there's there's only a number a couple number of spots that are really open on this team and I'll tell you what, tuning in not only to family night and those practices, but once those preseason games start flying, these quarterbacks are going to be playing for their careers, and it's going to be competitive, and it's going to be so much fun to watch. And it's exciting because I do think all three of these QBs can perform, and that's just going to make the look at the wide receivers better. That's going to allow for the offensive linemen to shine. That's going to allow for the running backs. It all starts at the quarterback position. And I think we have four really good ones and it's going to be a really tough choice. Well, when we cut down from 90 to 53. Yeah. So in camp, a couple of things to pay attention to. If you get to practice beforehand early, or if you stay late after practice and uh, you're willing to, maybe if you go to several of the practices and you're willing to, to skip the, um, uh, 
the bike ride back and, and just uh, hang out at the uh, practice field a little bit. A lot of these guys get some extra reps um, with coaches and with, with each other. So which of these backup quarterbacks is teaming up one of their wide receiver or running back counterparts mm -hmm. and getting some extra work in before and after practice? Trust me, that doesn't go unnoticed. Mm -hmm. And those extra reps can really help make them sharper as training camp goes along. So that'll be something to be watching out for. And then, Dane, I think a couple of other things to, uh, to be watching out for are in practice, how many reps and in what sequence are these guys? They're all going to get some opportunities, but the reality is, is that every practice is sequential. The coaches ba go back and review tape uh, of practices, and they review that with the players. So if you notice one of these guys getting fewer reps in practice, that's going to tell you a lot too, mm -hmm. because they may pop when you get into those preseason games, but it's the practices that uh, you really want to pay attention to, to see where these guys are slotting in and what the coaches are thinking of, of where they fit in uh, to their future plans on the team. A lot is going to happen between July 25th and kickoff of the 2019 season, and it just starts with the, the quarterback position. So um, watch that camp, watch those practices, and definitely watch those preseason games because uh, we're going to learn a lot about our team in the next six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So this is not something to sleep on. That backup quarterback position is important. We want, like I said at the start, Aaron, stay healthy. Yes, as please. long as Aaron's healthy, we have to feel pretty darn good about our chances. But at the same time, this is a violent sport and a violent league. And even if Aaron uh, goes down for a couple of plays, God forbid, a quarter, we just need someone to come in and, and keep us in the game and, and give us an opportunity to, to continue to move the ball and uh, give us a chance to win the football game. Yeah, so I think we said it all, Wags. Thanks for listening, folks. You can uh, find us on Instagram, Lombardi's Legends. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook as well. Uh, download us. You found us already, but subscribe, please, and make some comments and tell your family and friends how awesome we are at breaking down the Green Bay Packers. And we'll continue to do position-by-position -position breakdowns as we trend closer to training camp. Absolutely. So thanks so much for joining us today and go pack, go, go pack, go.